Freaks, geeks, maniacs, psychopaths, deviants, sadists, and fiends, and welcome to Pure Fandom's Blood Garage. I'm Brad. And I'm Sarah. Well, the Scar is a wonderful place to visit if you're just, you know, inhaling the fumes around Cronenberg. Oh, yeah. Wonderful. I mean, it's um, a little uh, deceiving, but, you know, hey, I would su- can't hurt if you can't see it. Right. I would suggest staying away from the lemonade. Not a good oh. thing. You know it's creepy yes. when there's little kids just selling lemonade right outside the desert. But, you know, anyhow. And they were far too happy to be selling that lemonade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of weird. Okay, let's jump into this here in a bit. Um, just so you know, you can find us both on Twitter. Extremely great chance that we're going to be live tweeting during the show on Wednesday. I'm Brad Zeby and Sarah is Sarah underscore Gene 17. Just hashtag blood drive. You'll probably see us in there. Also, be sure to follow Pure Fandom to keep up to date with the latest articles that have been posted and check out Pure Fandom on Facebook and let us know what fandoms you're interested in. So what was this episode about, Sarah? This episode was all about a wounded Arthur stumbles into Cronenberg, a wasteland oasis that may be too good to be true. Nah. (laughs) You do that right off the bat. I'm like, oh, this is a good. it's It's a wonderful place. And I love how we wrapped up the issue of the disappearing restaurant and the author being out on his own. That was it was nice that they got wrapped up for us, and you know, hey, we had a good answer for that. I felt like dropping to my knees and saying, "Finally, we got a solution to a problem." Well, it's there because Slink, you know, he has sequels and spinoffs and tying comic books to explain all the weird mythology, which is totally what we need to have. That's true. We do. We definitely need it. Because <laughs> nothing else makes any sense. And I'm like, yes, thank you for just acknowledging the fact that everything, we need much more than just this show to tell us what's going on. Because we'll never get an answer to that, where the Tasty Dragon went to. You just know it's never going to happen. No, it's not. And they're very good about making fun of themselves. Like, they know we're doing this. It doesn't make sense. But we're okay with it. I'm totally fine with it, too. I don't need to know. I'm just going to pretend that, you know, that's part of the scar thing. It may or may not have been fumes, but I'm just going with it. It just happened. I like shutting my brain off for an hour. Yeah, it works out. It works out a lot. Um, since we were talking about Slink, we'll just bring that up really quick. He was going to get fired. Oh, he they actually did find a loop in his contract, and he was fired because the old man wanted to get Grace and Arthur back into the race. Mm-hmm. Oh, the old man, old man heart. Yeah, old man heart was firing him and taking him out. So that was a change. I mean, this is now the second time that he's been fired, third time he's been fired, and it still did not work for him. It just doesn't seem to take. I He still gets plans. He still gets ways out. But, okay, so we're getting ahead of ourselves. Let's just go ahead and take care of the Christopher Aki story real quick since that's really kind of easy to get through. Because they really didn't have much screen time this episode. They didn't, but man, those moments they had were full of impact. Yes. I mean, she is totally going human. Like I said, I did a theory in my write-up last week for the uh, recap, the written recap that I did for Blood Drive, where I honestly think that, you know, Aki was 
human. And then she was turned androidish by heart, and now she's going back to being human again. So I think that's where she lies at in this whole thing. She just hasn't figured it out yet. She's like Christopher. She's had mods done to her. That's why she has the rainbow of colors in her body. Yeah, I'm. I'm kind of loving. I'm loving the whole storyline. It feels almost like like Chris and Aki could go have like their own show, and Grace and Arthur can have their own show. It's just it's like it's two really amazing big storylines. Yeah, and. Christopher's storyline at first we thought was wasn't going as much as you know authors and grace, but I mean it's really expanding on there because now Aki knows that she was made to um, p- punish and torture Christopher, so she wants to take revenge on Hart as well, which is kind of really the funny part in this episode because you know author gets into this whole thing is like he doesn't even want to do anything with Hart anymore, so it's like the torch was being passed over to them, but now I think things are coming through again. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. They're just very, I feel like Chris's story is going to come, like, it's going to become more and more important as we come to a close, which is just so sad. I almost worry that Chris had something else input into him. Like Aki said that she thought they had a safeguard as why she was getting sick and couldn't do anything. So I, I wonder if Christopher has something like that in him as well. Like later on down the road, they could run into something and, you know, Slink or the old man says, you know, you need to kill him or whatever. Do like I tell you. And it's like he's got that override thing, you know, that mind control. I've got to do it. Kind of. That could could be. That's a good. You have so many good theories. Well, it just comes to be like that. I was just thinking that would be an interesting thing because if he was part of Heart, you know, they we already see that Heart is very bad to their employees. Well, they're, oh, probably, yeah. they're probably really good to their employees, but they're really bad when you get fired. Getting fired is actually, you know, you're terminated for a reason. So I just, it's just something I could see coming up in the future. And it would kind of, that would kind of bring a close to, like, Arthur and Chris's relationship has kind of been on the back burner from the very beginning. Right. So that would kind of bring it to a, bring it to a head for us and kind of lead us to, Pick a side. They finally have to, you know, where do you stand? Do you stand next to each other or do you stand facing each other? See, now that leads me down that whole road of going, and then Aki would feel bad because she did this to Christopher and she would sacrifice her life to make him stop so he didn't have to live with the guilt and blah, blah, blah. See, that's where I just went to. Oh, my God. Don't don't make me pick who <laughs> dies. I hope no one dies. And then she but goes, I feel like everyone's going to die. And then she goes, thank you, Christopher, for making me human. I... Oh, don't do that. No, I don't want one of those scenes. <laughs> I can see it. I can see it. Bleh. Taste my rainbow. Uh, oh, my God. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was the best scene ever. It was a taste my rainbow. I was like, oh, God. That was didn't. wonderful. I was like, I was like, well played. Well yes, played. Very much so. So we go into Aki says, you know, they need a fast car in order to f- catch up with Grace and Arthur because they're across the country. So she breaks into a heart facility, taps into a old school um, arcade game, which I loved, and loved pull, it. pulls up the blood drive program to pick out their cars. This is the part that got, it got me because I was talking about this on Twitter about two weeks ago. So on the screen, we had, you know, there was a Camaro, a Z28, the Jaguar, 
and let's see, a Ford truck and another Ford truck, a hovercraft, which I thought was really yes, cool. Don't forget the hovercraft. Yeah. And then some other four door car thing and a old, I believe that's a Honda motorcycle. So I'm a big motorcycle guy. I have been for years, all that stuff. So I went to work one day and I was just thinking on my way to work. I'm going, I would hate to have the engine on my motorcycle be a blood engine because if my motorcycle one day decides it doesn't like me, (laughs) I'm very right there at it. It can just eat me up really quick. How would you, how would that work? That's interesting. I don't that'd know. Be an, that'd right, be a whole interesting situation. I, that's the part that I was going. I was like, I don't know because it's right there and it's not as compact. And just, You'd have some maimed drivers on their motorcycles. Something. Well, the, it's the difference between the Camaro opens up. Like, you know, the block right. opens up and has teeth. But the Mercedes from the scholar and the gentleman, it just had this like big grinder opening thing that actually looked like the uh, garbage disposal from last week. In the in the oh house. yep, so they're all different engines and stuff like that. So I don't know. It was just one of those things. I don't want a blood engine on my motorcycle, but I got no, a that kick seems that like it a was, bad idea. It does, but I got a kick out of it. It was actually on the the chart where they could actually choose that. So so they chose a Jaguar, and this is interesting for two facts because one, I'm not positive what year it is. It is um. It is a Jaguar F-Type convertible. We know this. But I, I think it's a 2017, but it could be a 2014, 15, or 16 also because the body style on this car really hasn't changed except for the rear, and we never saw the end of it, so I don't know. I'm it's, hoping we'll see the back of it in the next episode because, I mean, the, you know, we, got, we actually got a really nice shot of the Camaro right from behind and i feel like with them making it that it'd be a 2017 i mean it it would make sense Uh, it could be anything they get but it was just one of those it's just that version of car that you can't really place that well except for like minute details that you just don't get enough on screen and side note when chris was telling aki um one two three one, two, three, four for the password to get in and right. she had gotten in. Was the password her name? I don't know if that was her name or her login. It was only three letters, so I don't know. She cracked Because she's like, let me hack this. And I'm like, if it's your name, is it really hacking? This is a good point. I didn't really think about that. I know she put that in there to start with. And she didn't press very many. She had the A the K and she was pressing the button to get to the I. Well, she's doing and he combo. said one, two, three, one, two, three, four. And she was in, she was doing combo moves. Oh yeah. <laughs> Multiple moves. That's she would have been on fire. Had that game been running. I'm telling you. And the other funny thing about that, right next to those were flat screen monitors. We're in 1999. Yeah, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. So the time continuum on this show is just totally out there. It's just, a, it's like a brain meld, but with time. Now, one of the parts about the Jaguar that I really loved, and I, I had brought this up, I think, about the Prius in episode one. It was left-hand drive. And, I mean, it was right-hand drive, and in the next episode, it was left-hand drive. The uh, Christopher gets in and he goes, the steering wheel's on the wrong side. 
Now, for those of you who don't know, they filmed this in Cape Town, South Africa. <laughs> so that's why the steering wheel is on the wrong side. Just one <laughs> of those things. And I love the fact that it's a drastic because it was like, awesome. Thank you. That's what I mean. They're so good at like, we acknowledge it and we're okay with it. <laughs> so I'm fine with it. Just, yeah, it's on the wrong side. Okay, we're good. All right. So, yeah, they went out and Christopher ended up having to leave Aki because she was having issues. But after everything, she'll be there to take down, after they take down Hart, she'll be waiting. I am interested to see how that goes with her next week. We should make a pool on how many miles he'll drive before he turns around and goes back. Yeah, he has to go back at some point, doesn't he? I just don't think that he's going to leave her. No. No, I don't either. So, like, mm-hmm. he's just, I just don't, I just see him going like five minutes and then being like, nope, can't do it. Got to go back. Right. Oh, I totally agree with you. Because, you know, he loves her. She's his yes. lobster. He has to stay with him. Real whirlwind romance. <laughs> it's only been like 12 days. But yeah, they're good. <laughs> uh, what's. So, Slink, we'll just jump back into him real quick because he kind of was short there, too, until he got into the scene. He was taken down to get his last meal because he was getting terminated. People were very unhappy who work at heart. Of course, he's able to convince the guy to let him go so he can help find, um, well, help him out with, what did he say, the, the mileage, the blood drive mileage reimbursements? Yes, because they were he um the guy was a fill in and he was having difficulty with the map right. or with the math and Slink <laughs> Slink decided he could help him. And you know, I saw the shirt today that um said four out of three people struggle with math. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it really it really made me think of that guy because he was such a dope. Yes, he was but he ends up letting Slink go, which is one of those things that you should never do. And Slink finds out where they went. Last, uh, Arthur and Grace were last in Red River, and they went 370 miles. Now, let's think about that for, for a moment. They went 370 miles because Terry said the doctor was in the next town over. That's a trip. Obviously, that wound that Arthur had was not very life-threatening. I'm telling you. And in this scene, we actually get a picture of the United States with the scar running through it. Now, this is the part too with him going that it was 370 miles that they drove that shows us that they were in Red River, which was in Oklahoma, and they went to Cronenberg, which is in Ar- Arkansas or Arkansas. I say Arkansas because <laughs> it just annoys everybody. And that is across the scar. Because I'm taking a scar as the big red thing running up and down in the map, right? Oh, absolutely. So there are ways to get across the scar. But was the restaurant some type of like, because the restaurant disappeared. Mm -hmm. Was that how they got across? Was it like you go in the restaurant on one side and you come out on the other? But Grace had Sexy Susie on the other side. Maybe it sends your belongings with you because look how many times has Slink like made that car appear. 
Well, I think Slinks use like the uh, blood gate. That's what I go with when he does that stuff. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. So I was just thinking there has, uh, there is apparently ways over the scar. I didn't know how you get over it, but I guess there are ways to get over it. And yeah, Camaros do not make good off-road sand buggies. No, we know that. No, yeah. Um, on the downside, I was looking at the map, and I actually live on the outskirts of the yellow <laughs> up here in Illinois. So, uh oh, yeah, I'm, I'm right. In, I'm not totally into Scar, but it's kind of close to me. So I don't know. You might, uh, you might have some disfigurement. I might have something going on. That's that's the issue. Yeah. I'm over in New York, so I must be close to uh, one of the only, one of the only two major cities left. No, well, that's yeah, Los Angeles and New York were the only major cities left, which is yeah. that was another thing about the map that I found interesting, because it goes through the the uh, scar goes through Dallas, right? Dallas is taken out. Yep. Um, St. Louis is pretty much gone because it's right there on the end. Chicago isn't even listed on the map. I didn't see it. I mean, up there, I don't see the name Chicago. It's like they purposely took it off. So I was really kind of confused about that. And the yellow, is the yellow just the, like, impact zone? I think it's just, yeah, something. It's where the sand is or something like that. I have no idea. But now... that red line's pretty thick. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Now, as I look at this map from this angle that I had it on here, I don't really see Atlanta on there either, which is weird. Huh. There's a lot of stuff in this map, and there's actually nothing yeah, there in is. Oregon. So, <laughs> or We should get points for clues. I'm waiting to see if there's something on here that I don't know. We'll have to double check and look at that later. So anyhow, yeah, yes. take a look at that map because it's the first time that we've had any indication of how the scar goes. Apparently, it just stops right at the border and does not go up to Canada. Interesting. Bad things don't happen to Canadians. No, that's a that's a queen of the north lives up there. So <laughs> it's an unwritten it's an unwritten rule. They just said, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Slink knows where they are now, so he's going to go rescue them. We had author show up, and JW right off the bat. I didn't trust this guy at all. One, because he was too, way too happy. And two, he seemed to have a lot of daughters. A that lot. weren't of the same ethnicity. Right. And there was, I, and that's the first thing I started to notice. I was like, there's a lot of women in this, women and children and girls and stuff like that in this town that are. I immediately assumed cult. But then I was like, nah, not really. I mean, kind of, but not really. I was immediately going Stepford children, too. And, and then Grace brought that up at one point. It was very Stepfordy. So we find out that the dust is the stuff that's making everybody get giggly. Like, Grace got giggly, and she even she knew that wasn't a good sign. And that was pretty funny, though. I did like how when she was checking her makeup that she was able to see the children in the um, mirror. And so their reflections did show exactly who they are, which is why mirrors are are forbidden in Cronenberg. But when does anything... Arthur just really frustrated me because I know it was like the noxious gas and all that stuff, but common sense, man. When does anything ever go right for you? I don't think he cared anymore because he went through his dream sequence and had his whole issue and killed himself, basically, and that was it. And he was like, whatever. I'm fine. He was, he was kind of he was done with the whole thing. I want to be a cobbler. <laughs> <laughs> just, 
Okay. That was a whole weird thing there, too. Yeah, okay, you can be a cobbler. Oh, my gosh. My favorite part was when he took Grace outside and telling her that, like, she was being rude and stuff. And he's like, I'm going to go and I'm going to marry my lovely new fiance and I'm going to be the new cobbler because the other one is sacrificing himself so that we can get married. That's perfectly normal. This is a man's wake. Don't be rude. (laughs) He's still alive. I know. And and then when she called him a dipshit, he goes, my new fiance wouldn't call me that. Right. The see, being able to see the town for actually what it was when Ugh. when she, Grace family was wearing off from the dust, and that one that was kind of cool because it's one of those moments where you're going, "Yep, they're totally gone" and stuff like that. And it's just, I was trying to figure. There's some other movies I've seen like that where you know, your you reality, see one thing and it's another. Yeah, your reality is totally not what you think it is. That was some disgusting. Like even I cringed just watching it. I, it, it was, yeah, it was different. I mean, that was, it's a scar doing its own thing. So, and we do see I mean, it, the pit of the ugh, scar. Wear right a there. hazmat costume, man. Right. Oh, definitely. So things are going downhill bad. Uh, Grace is going to get sacrificed or she was going to, well, depending on whose view, she was getting sacrificed or on author's view, she was um, giving her life for his happiness. <laughs> But Slink had showed up in the best Slink outfit I think I've seen this season. Oh, my God. It was my favorite. Like, it's complete a, steampunk goodness. And, like, plaid pants. Just rocking. Oh, wonderful. Uh, yeah. Just. He, he was the, owning it. He knew that that was a good outfit. Well, he knew exactly what was going on. Because I mean, he, well, it was another thing. Cronenberg, he knew exactly what to expect on everything. The man knows everything. That's why I say he is tied to the scar also because when he got in there, he knew, you know, to drop the cement into the scar. I think he's tied to it somehow. He, like, I know that he, I know that we've already discussed how he seems to just know everything, but it kind of got to me too. Like the one line that really stuck out with me with him was when he said, now we all get to be miserable. Mm Mm-hmm. So, like, even though he knew what was going on there, did he not really know the full extent of it? Or is it just kind of his, like, come-to-Jesus moment that he's having? Like, Hart has finally betrayed me and showed me their true colors. I'm switching to the good guy, my own side, my own person team. But like, but is he really? Because he's getting Grace and Arthur back on the road again to get into the race so he can take it back over. And basically take I, the race from them. I think he kind of wants to overthrow the old man, but I, yeah, I'm, I'm. I think he wants like Grace and Arthur to be like his racers. Like he wants them to be his like, you know, his champions. The primo. And yeah, and he wants them to. I feel like when he says he wants to take over the blood drive, it's with you know his rules, not underneath heart industries. Like it's gonna be, it's gonna be all slink. It's gonna be all about slink. It's gonna be his blood drive through and through. He'll be his own boss. Kind of like the way he started it. Basically, it was his, it was his drive. I mean, his race. Yeah. I'm waiting to see how that works out. I mean, because yeah, I think I still go with he is tied to the scar in some way that we just don't know about yet. And he is uh, the loophole that they found to kill him and off. 
or whatever, because he has been with Hart since like the beginning. I am loving, I'm loving the team up. I was hoping for the team up between the three of them. Yep, and right. I, we only got really at the end. And when he pops out with his mixtape, I was like, oh, this is going to be wonderful. God. That um, this is yet another moment in time where the music selection on this show is just off the on walls. point. I just, I was loving it. I, that part was the best thing ever. I watched it at least four times. Yeah. Uh, the other one that, so we had grace and author finally decided to hook up in the cement. So they got their thing going on now, which is good. I mean, we've fi- we fi- finally come to that point in their life where they're okay with it. Now we got grace and author, our couple and Chris and Aki are a couple. Everybody can, you know, do their own thing. But the whole part where Slink walks in and and stops everything going on in the in the uh, church when he starts preaching and doing <laughs> that was the best part ever because he totally ran that entire thing you know he ruined paradise took everything out told it like it is and ultimate Slink style everything's done in Slink style. I want to talk like him all the time at work. It would be so much more fun. Oh, my God. He enjoys, like, I can just feel the enjoyment. Who wouldn't want to play that part, but no one can play like Colin Cunningham? No, he rules that part. I mean, I it's when this show first initially came out, and I knew that he was playing a, a character on the show, because uh, I liked him when in um, Falling Skies. Yes. He was an awesome character. We won't talk much about that last season because wow, that was horrible. But <laughs> but you know, he was a he was an outlandish character in that one too, and I kinda expected something like this. I did not expect any bit what we got him on this show for. You know, Slink is such a totally out there character and it's just I it's hard to go, can somebody else play him? Maybe, but can they play him like he does? No, I don't think so. It's just it's just amazing. You can't you can't pin him down. Like, even when you think you've got him pegged, he's a totally different person the next time you see him. Right. And his slinkisms are perfect. Oh, my gosh. Well, well written. I mean, the, the writing on this show also. I mean, granted, a lot of it's very cheesy, and a lot of people don't like it because they go, oh, this is pointless. But it's there. I think we just have to get to that point and not get caught up on a lot of other stuff. See, and, and that's where I think the charm is. Like, I, I love those cheesy, like, yes, it's, you know, you expect it. And yes, it's predictable. But there's so many unpredictable parts. I think that the writers felt that, well, we need to give the audience some sort of predictability or else you feel like you're free falling. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know. And I, I totally agree. I think they do it wonderfully. Yeah, there are parts on here where I have no idea what's going to happen next. Like, I don't, no clue what's going to happen next. So, uh Except the next episode, Rise of the Primo, I believe it is. Yes, I'm so excited. So we'll see what that means. Are we in the Rise of the Primo? Is that going to be a flashback episode to the previous Primo? Or are we going to find out about the previous Primo? Or are we never going to see the previous Primo? <laughs> What's going to happen? Yes, they're very secretive about the previous Primo. <sighs> Who is it? Yeah. I don't know. I am looking forward to it, though. That is for sure. I, I just feel like this. We're getting to the point where, like, it's all going to come down to this. Well, we're getting, you know, uh, what thirteen episodes? 
We're in episode yeah. 10. So it's a sad thought. Yeah, we're getting there. It's kind of kind of closing out. And then what will happen after that? We'll have to wait uh, for season two, question mark. <laughs> that we better get or else. I don't know what their plans are. I wish I did. Oh, sci-fi. Yeah, they like to hold off on us. They uh, keep you hooked. Yes, they do. Well, you got anything else on this one? I I think that this, I feel like I say this every time, but I think that this episode might be my favorite. <laughs> yeah? <laughs> like, I just really, everything about it, it was a little bit different than what we, like, I was kind of expecting this to be the make it or break it race moment. And Slink was kind of like, like one last ride. We're going to go on one last ride together. This is going to be the end, the end of the end. Mm -hmm. No. And I, I really like this episode also. I mean, it grew a lot of the, you know, background of stuff that we know for like Chris and hockey. And that's the part that I really want to have more of. I I need more now that she's changed and, and things have changed with them. I'm kind of curious to see how that goes. I feel like the emotional switch to how the audience is invested in her, like they purposely kept her at a distance from where you were like, oh, haha, she's funny. She's endearing, Mm -hmm. you know, and then all of a sudden they flip that switch to making her human and you just want more of her all the time. Right. Yeah. Well, next episode is Rise of the Primo. That'll be interesting. It's, we got three more episodes, 13 episodes this season. So there we the go. Count, the countdown is on. Yeah. And the last episode is called Finish Line, so I guess we know what happens. Oh. <laughs> so we'll see what happens on that one. But there we go. That's it. Hmm. Can't wait for next week. No. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. There are a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. If you have thoughts or comments about the episode or even some theories, let us know in the comments below or hit us up on our Twitter or Facebook page. And stay alive and keep those engines fed. Until next week, check out more amazing content at purefandom.com.